Hello and welcome to Tea with Culture. I'm Wael Hattar, and today we're interviewing the team of Maskoon Fantastic Film Festival, which is a genre festival in uh, in Lebanon that's been on for about two years now. And with me is Antoine Wakid, who is the artistic director, and Miriam Sassin, who's the executive director. Hello. Hi. Hey, how are you? So this is the second year you've uh, you've had the show. You had it on in September, and you'll be continuing for it in the next few years, as uh, as I'm pretty sure your plan is. Can you give our audiences a little bit of a tiny bit of a background on it, and maybe specifically in in at least in the Arabic world, what it is a genre film, since this is a genre film festival. Uh, um, I mean. Maskun is a genre film festival, and genre cinema, it kind of covers horror, thriller, suspense, science fiction, action, cult movies, uh, and uh, mostly what we try to showcase with Maskun is uh, art films and films that went to festivals that are very important, genre movies from all over the world, but that don't get released in the in Lebanon and the Middle East. They don't get theatrical releases. So we try to show these movies to a wide audience, and we believe that in, in this way we're, like, we're showing some of the best genre movies of the year and creating a, a community of genre fans to come and attend and uh, mingle and meet around the festival. Is, is it something easy to explain to audiences what a genre film is? No, actually it's quite complicated because people are under the impression, first of all, that uh, genre film is uh, either a horror film, either a B-series film, like some cheap uh, production, or some like Hollywood blockbuster. They don't really associate with art house cinema or word cinema, or they don't really associate uh, with uh, high quality movies, like films that can make you think and entertain you at the same time. So when we started, like when we created Maskoon, Antoine and I, it was first of all out of our work as producers because we are uh, both we work in Abud Production, which is a film production company, and we were always wondering why we never received scripts, uh, genre movie scripts, whereas those are the films that. Uh, appeal most to audiences and we realized that people have this these issues with the genre movies or they are afraid of them because they feel they are too commercial or, or sometimes uh, their budget is too high so we created Maskun to introduce people to what genre, genre is and uh, up until now I think we've been trying to explain with our lineup for two years and I think we will be continuing to to showcase like films uh, to to explain more what genre is. Yeah, like Miriam was saying, uh, we always get this reaction from many people that say like we don't like genre. It's not uh, the kind of movies we watch, and people really uh, they like they don't really understand that all the great filmmakers that they love have done genre movies from Scorsese to Starkovsky to Fellini to Kubrick, everyone, every most, like like 90% maybe of the Bergman, 90% of the great filmmakers that uh, movies, uh, people who love movies have made genre movies, and, and they, people are not aware of this. And so it was important for us to show these kind of films that come from all over the world and have... Uh, 
uh, uses genre to talk about problems uh, that that are uh, relative to their own environment, to, to, to their own countries, to their own societies, and they use genre to tell these stories. Uh, we also want somehow to push this further uh, and encourage uh, for us as a production house uh, the production of uh, genre films uh, locally from Lebanon. It's going to take a, a while to, to start happening uh, and to people start writing scripts and considering making genre films. Uh, we started playing with it a bit this year when we started, uh, we launched this short film competition for Lebanese films and we didn't know what to expect and we ended up with uh, uh, around more than 40 submissions uh, which ha half of them were shot for the festival. So people really wanted to play the game to try to see what genre films are and how do you tell a story using genre. Uh, I want to talk about something that we believe Miriam and I is very important, is that we believe that genre cinema usually revitalizes a country's own cinema. Because now we have dramas, we have comedies, but we don't have movies that general audience and uh, movie lover audience can relate to and uh, this is what happened in uh, Mexico, for example, when you have uh, the entire uh, cinema landscape has completely changed when uh, filmmakers like Cuaron, Inaritu, Del Toro, uh, Escalante started making genre from their own countries. And the same happened in Korea when uh, suddenly Korean cinema has become like the, the most important genre. <laughs> Movies came from Korea with Park Chan-wook, Bong Joon-ho. Uh, Kim Ji-woon and all these filmmakers who are still being shown in festivals around the world while also achieving commercial success. So we hope this can happen in Lebanon. It's, uh, it's funny how you mentioned that you want to kind of enlighten or edu educate the, the filming audience when they come to, the, come to the festival of what genre film is for them to apply. So in a sense, kind of telling the slightly elitist filmmaking kind of society here that it's okay not to be so deep and dreary all the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where exactly just because you're having fun it doesn't mean that it's bad exactly. and, 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 and seeing a lot of films um, the, the one that comes to mind is the Iranian horror film recently Under the, uh, Under the Shadow where they still had the war drama but they gave it a little bit of a twist yeah. to, to give it some depth and, and, and some fun so I guess in, in that sense uh, well, good luck, and hopefully more people will apply. But as you had mentioned, uh, production, uh, just to clarify to the listeners, uh, the, fe the, fest the, the festival that Meskoon is is su supported by four elements, which are Abud Productions, the production house that both Antoine and Miriam also work in and supports it. And then there is also the Metropolis Cinema, which hosts the, the film festival, and the Cinemos VOD platform, as well as the Alba University Academy of Fine Arts. And uh, you had also just mentioned to everybody that you guys had a short film competition this year. So in terms of, of, uh, of support to the, to the film industry, besides introducing more of the genre aspect to the viewers and the makers, what kind of support does this organization of Meskun Festival do? Is there some sort of prizes that you go on, some sort of production support, education classes? Is there anything that's happening around it? Or is there something you want to build into the future? First of all, the, the partners you cited, those are the main partners that support the festival. 
Um, and of course, there are other sponsors who help as well. But those four have an interest of uh, education and spreading culture, like from uh, Academy of Fine Arts that have students studying this. So it's important for them to to make it more uh, in touch with something more real, or a production company, or a cinema, or VOD platform that is encouraging also the creation of genre series. So I think the, the four uh, institutions supporting the festival tell a lot about the festival's objectives. Uh, in terms of what we do uh, outside of showcasing films, screening the films, we try to get at least uh, one or two directors each year to create like debates after the films. And uh, we also bring in uh, each year we brought two master classes. The first year it was VFX and uh, special effects. And the second year it was poster design and uh, it was music composition. And this was something people had to apply for or is it like an open call? What was it? It, it was open to the public master classes where we would bring a guest who is a, who has a wide experience in this domain and he would give a master class about it. Anyone can attend it. We also uh, catered the special master classes uh, for the Lebanese Academy of Fine Arts students, uh, which all the guests we brought in for the festival gave. Like we tailored according to uh, each guest what he could give to the students. For example, the directors who came like outside of the Q and A's that they gave uh, after the screening of their film, they did uh, master classes for the students where they talked about their career and how they evolved and how they did, for example, their first short and how their first short led them to do another short or how it led them to this feature film. So for film students, it's very it's very good to hear about like real experiences because they're in this situation where they are studying cinema, but they don't really know where it's going to lead them. So you have people giving their own experiences. Uh, also among uh, our guests there was like film programmers we had the first year uh, Evrim Ersoy who is the creative director of Fantastic Fest in Austin um, we had Joseph Fahim who is a film critic uh, and a programmer Karel Och from uh, Carlo Vivari International Film Festival uh, the artistic director so for example when they were here the first year we did uh, with Fondation Liban Cinema we did a uh, networking session where we invited all film professionals in Lebanon to meet those programmers because it can help uh, the people who are making genre movies but they, who are making films in general because those are festivals. And we continued this this year when we uh, welcomed uh, the artistic director of Neuchâtel International Fantastic Film Festival. Uh, so there, there are the guests we bring in who are always very generous with their experiences. We tend to have all of them participate, like give something uh, to the people who are attending the festival. Uh, we insisted from the beginning with Antoine that all our screenings would be would have presentations. Uh, 
so you don't just come in and watch a movie. You have an introduction in the beginning, even if the director himself is not here. Uh, sometimes it's us who do the presentation, the intro, or sometimes it's one of our guests, so they can give you like more feedback. Or sometimes they are close to to this film, so you get like deeper analysis of the film. And also there is the the master classes uh, on the side, the public ones, the private ones, the network like special for the industry sessions. Uh, this is like in general. For the short film competition, we wanted uh, awards that were not just restricted on you getting an award. We wanted awards that could enlarge uh, the winner's um, horizons. So we partnered with the Sieges Film Festival in Spain, which is the biggest and the oldest fantastic film festival in the world. And they agreed to offer us the, um, that the film that would win uh, Mascoon uh, would get enlisted in their short film competition, their official short film competition, and and that the director would be also invited to accompany this film. And this was very important for us because it it was part of this awareness on genre that will will allow. Um, a short director who is experiencing genre to go and really witness uh, a festival where it's all about genre. It's all about genre films. It's all about genre directors. That way, like, you cannot go there and not be curious about seeing what the others are doing or what is happening currently in world cinema, like the many, many talks they have, the many guests they have. So that was one of our prizes. The second prize was uh, offered by Cinemos, the VOD platform which is a cash award, but also v uh, cinemas are uh, a VOD platform that is encouraging the creation of uh, genre series. So they also want to, like part of their, um, part of their award was to offer the film that won distribution on their VOD platform. So that also gives uh, the film a chance to be seen. And also they wanted to, like, this is not said uh, officially, but Cinemos told us, like, the one who would win the Cinemos Award, we want to meet him and we want to, like, talk about his plans for the future because we're always recruiting talents, we're always looking for people to work on uh, web content, etc. So this also gives somehow uh, uh, an opportunity for the winner. So it, it was important for us not to have just, like, two awards and like we leave you and we'd never see you again. It was important for us that the festival like creates opportunities for the future. Um, yes, and it'd be interesting to, to go into the the festival in terms of details of the films and how you get them and all of that. But before we get to that, I just want to kind of also understand because I wasn't able to be here during the film festival uh, about the audiences and the people who come and watch and how it developed from year to year. So. Um, I mean, usually is uh, are the numbers of people watching kind of large or small, or it depends on the film. How do you interact with them? How do they know? And 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 can we ask how much the ticket is? The ticket is uh, like all tickets uh, in Metropolis Cinema events. It's uh, eight thousand Lebanese lira, so it's around five dollars. Uh, the attendance um, really depends of the films it, it themselves. Like sometimes when there's a high-profile film or a film that they have heard about, uh, or for example that has been, let's say, to Cannes, or uh, that was like it's a high-profile film. Uh, of course, it gets more attention than 
let's say a black comedy that we spotted and that we wanted to present and no one would know but we also always have surprises like the first year we had one full house uh, which was the opening with Swiss Army Man and it was a really good surprise for us because we we thought no one had heard about this movie uh, and we had a full house and people were like intrigued because it's a it's a weird comedy that it's it wasn't obvious uh, we were taking a risk with showing this film and afterwards uh, it encouraged a release of the film in Lebanon. So we felt we really helped this film somehow being seen because uh, the Full House encouraged uh, the cinema to release it for one one or two weeks later because they felt there was an audience for this film. Uh, the second year we had uh, two uh, Full Houses, which was one the, for the Nile Hilton incident, which is a film that is in Arabic, uh, directed by... Uh, an Egyptian Sweden director and also a film that was censored uh, in, in Egypt so it was the first time that it was seen in the Arab world so it, of course it created some curiosity because people wanted to know what is this film uh, that nobody had seen before we also had a full house for the short film competition and that was normal because it was all Lebanese short films being screened for the first time so the director's came and brought in their families and their friends. But aside of these full houses, which are always a big pleasure for us, um, the attendance is, is rather good, and sometimes it's surprising. For example, this year for uh, Dave Made a Maze, a black, uh, a black comedy, a horror comedy like Michel Gondry, early Michel Gondry style, directed by Bill Watterson, uh, it was screening at 10 p.m. and we had around like 70 persons who came to watch it. It was for us somehow, of, it wasn't a big number, but for us it was somehow an achievement for a film nobody had heard of to have 70 people who came and booked tickets at 10 p.m. And how do you usually, uh, at least from, from your experience in the first year and the second year, have realized um, or what's the best way to connect with all these audiences and to slowly have them understand the aspect of genre or the different aspect of the different sections of it are? I think we always have this common response when people go out and tell us, oh, but this is not a horror film. <laughs> we, we usually have this. Uh, sometimes people tell us, like, I kind of liked it. I really liked it, although I did not expect to. Uh, I think for... A lot of people who come to the festival, it is shaking a bit their beliefs uh, or their, let's say, uh, previous judgments over some films. Uh, we had so far really good responses over our films. Like, um, we rarely had people coming out saying, like, this is. Uh, bad or like I couldn't stand it even for in the first edition we showed Baskin which is the Turkish gore film and Antoine and I were a bit worried because it was a gore film it was quite tough for an audience At after one hour we had I think 30 walkouts and when we went back the director was here and we were going in for the Q&A I was really scared because I think the audience is going to kill us right now and actually, the audience who remained in, in the theater, they were thrilled. They clapped, they screamed. The director made a fantastic Q&A because he's such a nice character, like, so outspoken. And it was an amazing moment where we felt that, okay, so 
things are happening somehow like our objectives are being uh, reached even if it's starting with small numbers and we hope it will grow bigger but i think this is all due to also what antoine antoine's selection each year of the films because he's seeing really a lot of genre films all year long and he really uh, does an, a selection that balances um, between like thrillers horrors gore uh, sci-fi uh, black comedy so somehow you can like it caters for all um, for all tastes and it if you see one it will make you curious to watch the others and how do you get these people to first see one what's the best way of communication for you uh, that would catch them or is it just are you relying only on the metropolis uh, usual uh, goers um, we work a lot on our marketing. Uh, we we have like very a very low budget for a festival, so we don't have big means to show off. We work a lot on social media. Uh, we try to have partners who also um, uh, like market the festival. For example, the Lebanese Academy of Fine Arts. It um, it tells all its students and its ex students about the festival. Uh, we have uh, the the media, the press responded really well to the festival, so that also helped us in in making it um, people being more aware of it. I think we still need to work on the young generation to appeal to them more, to have them come to the cinema. But we are not just relying on uh, the audience that comes to Metropolis because we want to appeal to a larger audience. I think genre films can appeal to a bigger audience who are movie lovers, but the entertaining movie lovers. And I think we should uh, work more on grabbing their attention. I don't know how films are selected to be shown and, and what budget, since you mentioned it's a smaller budget. Uh, would this be something difficult for, uh, for people to do? Has it, how many years did it take you to be able to convince some people to give you money and then convince them these films that you want to come, come? And is it something that's expensive or easy to do or nothing has to do with the other? I, I didn't get it. And you started off to to open up by like you woke up one day I want to do a film festival, and then you're like okay I need a little bit of a budget for this film festival, mm -hmm. and then so you try to get a budget from somewhere probably these four people you've mentioned, yeah. uh, four organizations you've mentioned, but then you also have to go to these because your films are not only Arab but they're Arab as well as international films, mm -hmm. so you have to go hello I am somebody from Lebanon. Uh, not Lebanon, the one in Texas or America, wherever it is, Le the one uh, next to all the bombings from all the other countries. Yeah. So they get a general idea, like, and we want to do a genre film festival, and we want you to come here. <laughs> Actually, surprisingly, w when you mention that you're doing a genre festival in the Middle East, everyone got so excited in ways Miriam and I never expected. Mm -hmm. And suddenly... In our first year already, we started getting help from major festivals like approaching us, like Fantastic Fest from Austin, like Neuchâtel, uh, like Carlo Ivari, like Sieges. Everyone wanted to help us because they believe that there's, it's very important to have a festival like this in the region that showcases genre. And for them, it's important because they want also to have films from this region go to their festivals and everything. 
On the other hand, uh, when it comes to uh, sales agents uh, that you have to negotiate rights to, to get the movies and show them, it's also very exciting for them because they, it's a new territory for them. And these movies, usually they don't get theatrical releases and they're in foreign languages, they're not in English, so no one buys them for the region. So for them, it's important to also have a new territory where they can show these movies as it uh, gives the movie uh, a wider yeah. range of uh, screenings. So at this point for for this, uh, it was quite an excitement for the festival that not, we did not foresee when we came up with the idea. Oh, that's, that's great that you get support internally as well as externally for something like this, and hopefully it'll it'll keep on growing bigger. Um, I, I wanted to add that, like internationally, it was a great uh, response, as Antoine says. Locally, it's more of a struggle because people like sponsors uh, outside of the four organizations and the few sponsors who help us. It's a bit tough to explain what mm -hmm. a fantastic film festival is. Um, and who, what, who is the audience of this festival and who would be interested to come to it, etc. So we hope that with time, as much as the international is giving us, we hope it will help us like, have a more solid application to encourage more uh, institutions and sponsors to come on board locally because those uh, festivals who are helping us, the sales engines who are helping us, they help us in terms of creating our content. But they don't help us in terms of m money or financing, and this we all raise it in Lebanon. Uh, and we need this money to be able to do the, to bring in the right guests, to bring in the right movies, etc. So it, it's a bit of a struggle uh, internally, and uh, very pleasant when we travel outside. I guess it's something that we do suffer a lot in the, in the Arab world where if something outside is better, it comes in, then they like it. But after somebody yeah. kind of tried and tested it without the actual initial support and excitement to make something from here kind of grow. But having said that, with the selection of, of the films that, you, that you've gotten, um, how much do you try to keep a percentage that's Arabic or is it do you, do you really just see what's out there? Uh, there aren't much or almost none of uh, the general Arab movies uh, being made. So we really try as much as possible to find movies from the region, wider region, like I'm including Iran and Turkey, <laughs> uh, to, 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 be, to show them here. Uh, and this is why we, when we showed the, um, Under the Shadow, which was a great example of an Iranian uh, ghost story, but at the same time it's a film that talks about oppression, about uh, a woman being oppressed and about war and everything, using a ghost as an allegory. And we opened this year's festival with the Nile Hilton incident, which is a film noir, typical film noir, but completely in Egyptian, about Egypt politics, about uh, murder in Egypt, the corruption and everything. And we believe it's important to show these movies because there are examples of what you can do using genre to talk about subjects related to the region. But usually there aren't much movies like this. So we go and try to have a selection that's very varied, uh, that has a lot of, offers a lot of variety within the genre, but also within different countries. So each film is like from a different country, as much as we can possibly do that. And each film is from different uh, genre, subgenre. So we have to create this like 
really variety of films, and each film talks about a subject re that has a subtext related to its own country. And, and how do you start this annual hunt for, for movies? It just never stops. <laughs> it it never stops. I have to, to we have to watch movies all the time. But you you like did you watch them based on other film festivals? You go to that selection, or is there a specific mindset that you you go and you you look for from certain production houses, or how where, where do you start the search for genre films? Uh, basically, there are the movies you hear about, the ones you need to watch because they're doing many festivals and uh, you think that there might be interesting for the fest for your festival and there's also like the uh, other festival programmers we talk together and we recommend each other films sometimes we know that film is going to be finished in a couple of months and uh, this one is going to premiere at this festival so you can get it for later months or this one you're it's not going to be ready and everything and then you have to approach sales agents uh, and the more we do editions, the more sales agents know us. Mm -hmm. uh, so they like we like. What do you have movies for us? What do you propose? And they send us screeners, and you watch, we watch these movies, and then we decide which ones we want to show. And basically, we show around ten movies, so we have to be really picky, picky <laughs> with our choices. Uh, and for the for the short film festivals this year, it was it was was it only Lebanese films, or do you have some international? And on that, can people internationally also apply? Last year, because it was the first edition, uh, we did uh, an open call uh, uh, for short films, genre short films from the entire Arab world uh, that were made between 2006 and 2016. And we received many movies. And then we just screened a selection uh, to see how audience would react to it. And uh, the audience were really interested in seeing this. So our second edition, we decided to launch a competition. And we specifically targeted only Lebanese movies at this point uh, because it's still a small festival. And we're still like trying to target an audience that you, we know that exists that's going to make movies for the festival. I believe that uh, over the years we might open up uh, the competition to the whole Arab world, but the festival needs like to grow a bit and to be known outside of Lebanon a bit more in the Arab world, so we can like uh, target also filmmakers from there. No, I think that's very healthy. You, a lot of times you get all these people who want to start big, and then because they're so kind of everywhere, uh, it just it's a small little trend that bursts and then kind of the flame goes out and nothing happens. So it's good that you are thinking in the longer term, uh, <laughs> you are thinking in the longer term for it to, to really be established and kind of work out all the kinks that you have to have it uh, free-flowing. And, and on that point, there are a lot of things always happening in Lebanon, whether, whether it's smaller film festivals, smaller events, smaller dance, smaller art. There's a lot of happenings. How does that kind of go with, with, with the viewers? Is a lot of competition even internally during your film festival of what's going on? I think it's good that a lot of uh, happenings uh, occur um, in Beirut, uh, but it also creates somehow competition because the circle of people who attend those cultural events uh, is is like a small part of the Lebanese population, and therefore they usually pick which uh, which uh, event they will go to, and this is where sometimes picking your dates uh, away from another event is really important, uh, especially for starting 
festivals like ours. What we noticed uh, in the two previous editions is that our audience, main audience, is like young people. It's like uh, uh, like uh, um, young adults, let's say, starting from uh, 16, 17, up until 25. Those, when, when you go to the cinema during Maskun, you would see a majority of uh, youngsters. And therefore, they are not really the crowd uh, that just go to mm -hmm. cultural events. So somehow we... Today, we are a festival that uh, still needs to re yeah. find its real audience because, like, youngsters are not all coming to our festivals because most of them don't really know what it is about, etc. They don't find it hip enough or cool enough, etc. And uh, let's say the cinephile or the people who are like movie lovers, more artistic, they find it too uh, cool, too hipster to come to it. So for now, people come most of the time because they are intrigued with to watch one film or watch one masterclass, not to live the whole experience of the okay. festival as a whole. Of course, there are people who come and we see them every day, but those are like the minority. But we see like faces, we recognize faces sometimes for a particular uh, one or two films or one masterclass, one film, and we want them to really live the experience of the festival as a whole because we really work, Antoine and I, and it's content so you can live an experience. So every day also the guests are here. They are easily approachable. You can meet them. You can meet the, the directors. You can discuss with the actors who come. Uh, so we, I think we need time uh, for the festival to prove itself, to, to establish itself as one of the uh, constant regular events in Lebanon. Uh, and I think people with time will, when they will watch, I think, for example, if uh, we have a spectator this year who came to watch one film, attended one masterclass, thought it was interesting, would come next year with a friend, and this is how we hope to create, to build our audience. But I'm, I'm quite hopeful because people talk a lot. Today we have a lot of feedback over Maskun. When, when we meet people and we tell them, oh yeah, we, we created this festival, most of the time we get, oh, Maskun, we heard about it. Well, it looks really cool, etc. Most of them did not come, but they heard about it. So for us, it's like, something optimistic uh, because we feel like next year maybe they will be intrigued to coming because it's something they already heard about. And as I previously said, the media are, are really responsive. Like, for example, this year we got twice as much press and uh, media coverage than the, the first edition. And today, for example, when people write something about a boot, they, they mention... Uh, in the articles about Abud that Abud supports uh, Maskun. For us it's somehow of an achievement yeah. because Maskun is small event, two editions. Abud did a lot of work. It's been there since 2005. It produces uh, high-profile Lebanese movies. So the fact that they are mentioning Maskun while talking about Abud is for us very um, revealing that the festival will grow in the future. All right, so for everybody listening who's in Lebanon, they can apply for next year's uh, short uh, film competition. Um, or is it just Lebanese? So is somebody Lebanese living abroad, is that allowed? 
Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, you can get that and more of the detailed information on the website. I will give you Antoine to give us all of those info right now. Um, yeah, you can if you want to know info about uh, Mascoon, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is where we post most of uh, info, info and updates. And uh, we currently started slowly uh, work on the ne upcoming edition, but it's not until next year that we'll start announcing stuff and uh, a new call for short films, hopefully. Right. Thank you very much for uh, having this conversation. Yeah. And uh, again, good luck to everything. And we'll, uh, we'll keep on the lookout. Goodbye. You can find Tea with Culture on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. So please uh, subscribe, rate us, and when you can, leave any comments. We'd love to hear from you. And we're also on Twitter at Tea with Culture. Goodbye. <laughs>